Today we're living in a volatile and hectic time. With Silicon Valley Bank collapsing, record inflation, people talking about where they're going to put their money into Bitcoin or ETFs, I'm going to tell you what I'm talking to my business owners about and where they can get the highest return on investment. So stay tuned. Hey, fellow entrepreneurs. This podcast is dedicated to small business owners who are willing to make the changes to their company in order to build a seven-figure foundation and reach their own vision of success. I'm your host and business coach, David Jones, here to take my 20 years experience launching companies and coaching small businesses and put them into words so you can easily implement strategies that can 2x your profits in 12 months. Let's get started. All right, so let's get into it. And although I have my investment advisor's license, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to invest in the stock market or Bitcoin or actually anything like that. I'll take it from the immortal words of Warren Buffett. The most important investment that you can make is in yourself. And I truly believe this. In fact, uh, I'm going to take you through my journey and my experience and all the times that I decided to invest in myself, either consciously or subconsciously, and what the results were from that. And I truly believe that you're going to get your highest return on investment as long as you invest your effort and your money into yourself to make yourself better. Uh, it's going to help you. It's going to help your business. It's going to help everything around you. So I'll take it all the way back to 1998 when I decided to drop out of college and join the Army. Uh, turns out it, that was going to be one of the best decisions that I ever made. So what joining the Army did for me, uh, I did 10 years on the active duty side and 10 years in the National Guard. Uh, and what that ended up doing for me was basically it now gave me opportunities that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Uh, I didn't come from an affluent background. Can't even pronounce it for crying out loud. Um, you know, didn't grow up with much of anything as far as resources. Uh, actually, my education uh, almost failed too with uh, ADD and dyslexia. I almost failed out of school multiple times uh, growing up. So really didn't know what I wanted to do with my future. But by joining the Army, what it did was, one, gave me a steady job, gave me training and management uh, experience that I probably wouldn't have gotten elsewhere. Uh, it ended up giving me, ultimately, a pension. Um, it gave me access to free education. So by sacrificing my own time uh, back then when I was only 20, uh, it ended up providing so much more for me throughout the years. So that, that was kind of the first start. And then, you know, I was going through life and uh, as life happens, trouble hits. And uh, after marriage and a couple kids and, you know, a good career, uh, I was forced to make a decision on what I'm going to do with myself. Uh, I decided that I needed to leave the active duty army in order to stay and keep custody of my kids. So that's what I did. But now I'm jobless. Uh, and I had no formal education at this point, and I really was having trouble getting hired, honestly. Uh, even though I had eight years' experience as a uh, government recruiter, uh, the civilian side really didn't take that into account for anything. So I knew that I had to go back to school in order to prove to the civilian sector that I could actually work and that I'm educated. So as soon as I went back to work, no, sorry, as soon as I went back to school, uh, 
that immediately, just by getting my associate's degree, opened up some doors for me. So it got me into a veteran nonprofit group as an employment specialist where I could actually use some of my background. And right after that, within three months, the grant manager uh, had to go out on maternity leave. And no one on the team was willing to step up and fill that role because, well, one, they didn't understand it. They were kind of scared that they wouldn't be able to perform, I guess. And two, they didn't want to take on the double duty and the extra work of doing so. But to me, my job was already kind of easy to me. So I volunteered to step up uh, to learn how to be a grant manager. And this in turn ended up being a great decision because uh, she never came back. So I inherited that role, got a slight bump in pay, still not much working with a nonprofit. But what that ended up doing for me ultimately was it set the path for bigger and better positions down the road. And I'm going to get to that. But I still decided that an associate's wasn't enough. So I went back and I used my government uh, education, my GI Bill, to go back to school again uh, to get my bachelor's degree. And then immediately after that, enrolled for my master's degree program, my MBA. And what this ended up doing was really opening the doors uh, for myself. Uh, I was approached by a startup company that uh, was looking for a veteran manager that understood business. Uh, and in exchange for my time, I was given 25% of a logistics company in order to help them launch. So that was one opportunity. And the next one came when, uh, as soon as I got my MBA, I was contacted by a recruiter that needed uh, from a project management firm, uh, and they needed to somebody help relaunch a, a program for them that dealt with nearly 100 federal contracts. And because I had that experience as a grant manager managing federal grants, they decided that it wasn't much of a difference to manage a program that uh, worked on the federal contract side of the house. So because I had that experience, they gave me that opportunity, and that was a nice lucrative six-figure contract um, that went into that. And while I had that contract going on, uh, I knew that I needed to keep progressing and moving forward. And I know that I love the mergers and acquisitions side of business and business evaluation. So that's when I decided to put myself through a Series 65 uh, program. And uh, this would really help me understand how to evaluate businesses better. Uh, not that I wanted to use it to get a job. Uh, I just knew that it would give me that skill set. So I, I went ahead and uh, got certified doing that, got licensed doing that. And from there, I knew ultimately I really wanted to invest and own self-storage facilities. It's just something that for whatever reason, I was just drawn to it. Uh, I knew that this could be a great investment opportunity uh, for multiple reasons, and I knew I wanted it, but I wasn't sure how I was going to get into it. So my philosophy is just commit, throw yourself in. So I ended up reading every book I could that's out there uh, on Amazon, <laughs> listened to uh, every audio book that I could find as well. And I started listening to podcasts. Uh, I even paid to put myself through a master's program. I mean, yeah, it cost a couple grand, but it was a way to get me inside knowledge uh, to the things that I would need when I was going to become an owner. Now, unfortunately, I had no idea how I was going to actually get there because it cost 
hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to acquire self-storage facilities, and I didn't have that in cash. But I knew as long as I invested my time and put my mind to it, that an opportunity would present itself. And that's exactly what happened. So I'll, I'll tell you the quick story that I had met up with a old buddy from high school, just kind of BS and going back and forth, catching up because we haven't seen each other in 20 years. And uh, the topic came up about he wanted to start a business. And I said, yeah, I do business coaching. I'd be happy to uh, give you some advice, listen to your pitch. Uh, so he told me he wanted to get into commercial real estate. And I stopped him right there. I said, listen, I've I've been down that route. You know, it's kind of risky here in this state, you know, multifamilies and all that. And he's like, actually, and I cut him off and I said, no, listen, I want to tell you where you need to invest is in self-storage. And he's like, dude, that's what I'm talking about. And uh, it, we just kind of laughed and he said, no, seriously. And he's like, no, seriously. And uh, he's like, listen, I came from the Wall Street side of the house. I manage funds. Uh, he's like, I have friends that have deep pockets. And I said, listen, I you know, already went through a mastermind program. I've read every book and we talked about books. We read the same books. And he said, listen, I need someone to help me, you know, grow this business uh, with me. So, you know, we worked out a deal where we kind of just worked together using, you know, my experience uh, and his background and his investors to go ahead and uh, finally purchase a facility. I mean, three months later, we had our first facility. And then um, about seven or eight months after that, we were closing on our second one. And uh, again, it just comes down to, you know, as long as you're investing in yourself and something that you believe uh, to help yourself get educated, to get more training, to get more knowledge. And this could be as simply as just jumping up on, you know, social groups and just learning more about your industry, you know, reading books, taking courses. You know, I offer an e-learning program for small business owners that honestly, it's like 97 bucks a month. And it will give you more information than I got through six years of business school. And that's exactly what it's designed for. And, uh, you know, by doing things just like that, you know, small investments in yourself, things that honestly, if you're willing to spend that money on a cell phone bill or a cable bill or something like that, then you need to find a way to invest to better yourself one way or the other. Uh, and again, there's a lot of free ways to do it, but you know, if I didn't pay to put myself through that mastermind program, I would have never had the opportunity. If I had never agreed to work kind of double duty, uh, on the grant management side, I would have never been offered the six figure lucrative contracts. So every time I've invested in myself, what it's done is not only has it opened up another door for me that I didn't even know was going to be there, but also helps me rebound faster for all those setbacks that we do have in life. And they are going to come, people. So take the time, invest in yourself. Thank you for staying tuned here. It was a quick one, hopefully. And uh, I look forward to reaching out to everybody, talking to you on my uh, LinkedIn. Again, David Jones, 214. And uh, here's to your vision of success. Take care now, everyone.